Hey, Bob here, and welcome back to the Your Virtual Upline Podcast, where we give network marketers the mindset, strategies, and skills that you need to build the business and life of your dreams. But here's the big shift, big shift that I had to make when it comes to failure and the thing that once I understood literally changed my life. The yeses will build your business. The no's will build you. See, we only grow through our failures. And the problem that most of you have is this. You haven't failed enough yet to help you become the person that you need to be to deserve success. Look, the yeses are great, but it is the no's that are the key. See, when you take an action, this is the mindset, this is the philosophy, this is the thinking I want you to adopt. When you take an action, one of two things happen. You either get the result you want, which is the yeses, and the yeses are good. We need the yeses. Eventually, somebody's got to buy, somebody's got to join, right? The yeses are good, but the no's are great. Here's why. You either get the result you want, or you get the lesson that you need. And the lessons that you need only come through the no's. I got news for you. You do not learn and grow through success. The yeses will teach you very little about yourself. It is the no, changing your mindset, adopting a more healthy relationship to the no's, pulling the wisdom from your failures, not defining yourself by them. That's the key to unlocking what you want. And if you're not where you want to be in your business right now, I promise you it's for one reason only. You have not got the lessons that you need to go to the next level of success. Because, like I said earlier, the lessons you need only come from your failures. You've heard me say this before. I really believe that network marketing is a character development program with a compensation plan attached. And here's what I know about character. Character is only forged during times of failure, challenge, and adversity. You do not develop character when things are going well. Anybody can lead when things are going well. This is the reason why I say failure is actually the greatest opportunity that you will ever have to get to know your true self. I want you to ask yourself a question. How do you react when things are not going your way? The answer to that question will reveal to yourself your true character. Your character is not who you pretend to be, the personality mask that we so often wear. It's who you really are on the inside. And that only will be revealed when things are not going well and the you-know-what hits the fan. If some of you are honest with yourself, You've got a lot of work to do in this area. Listen, in order for you to receive the lessons, here's what you have to do first. You've got to change your relationship towards failure. You have to start looking at it as an opportunity. Failures are opportunities. This is the gift that failure gives us. Failure gives us an opportunity for us to learn and grow. And the mistake that people make is they view the no's and failure like what I did in my early years. They view it that it's something we're doing wrong. We're on the wrong path. We better stop and train more and watch more videos and listen to more Facebook Lives and read another book. 
It's a self-perpetuating cycle. I want you to ask yourself this question. Do you feel stuck right now? I bet you there's a vast majority of you that if I asked, you said, yes, I feel stuck right now. And I want you to understand where feeling stuck comes from. Stuck is your soul's way of telling you, reminding you, tapping you on the shoulder and saying, hey, you're not growing anymore. It's your soul's way of telling you, there's a lot more out there for you. There is a bigger calling for your life. There is potential and gifts inside of you so much greater than what you see right now and you're holding it back. See, it is a spiritual function feeling stuck. Feeling stuck is not bad. Feeling stuck is a sign you have to wake up to. Just like when your body needs nourishment through food, it lets you know through hunger. Or if you start getting dehydrated, it cues you in through thirst. Soul stuck is a spiritual function. And if you start looking at stuck that way, and anytime you feel stuck, if you say, huh, what areas of my life am I not growing anymore? That's the key to making the change. And my goal in this training, this episode today, is to get you to understand if you can start embracing failure and embracing the nose, always looking for that lesson and that opportunity inside of it, not defining yourself by the failures, you will begin to grow as a person. Your skills will start to increase, your confidence, your belief, your enthusiasm. And here's the miracle of this process. You will be on your way to getting more yeses. See, that's the thing that I didn't understand for so long. When I was clinging to my fear and I wasn't taking action, every time you don't take action, it does the opposite. It kills your confidence. It kills your belief. It kills your enthusiasm. You've got to reverse this process. Your belief then is that you have control over the results. Yeah. Okay. So let's examine that for a second. Do you have control over whether someone says yes or no? I am starting to realize that I don't, but for an extremely long time, I was really hard on myself when I got a no, because I thought that I didn't approach them the right way or say the right things or present it the right way. And I turned them off. So let me ask this question to you again. It's a yes or no answer. Do you have control over whether someone says yes or no? No. Okay. So if that's the case, you do not have control over whether someone says yes or no. What do you have control over? The things I say to them. Just doing, taking action. And how I react to their answer. Yes. Good. That second part is key. So it's not the yeses that present a problem for you. It's the no's, right? Mm -hmm. So what do you think a no means then? When that it I've done it wrong. Time. Right. And not just that you've done it wrong, but maybe what else? Just doing it wrong is not the thing that causes you pain. What does that mean to you? That I'm not good enough to do this, that it's not going to work for me, that I'm never going to get there. Right. So that's at the root cause of a lot of this issue for you, is you're attaching. By the way, this is what almost all of us do. We attach our own worthiness to whether or not someone says yes or no. Yeah. Because you have a thought and a belief that what you do and say will determine whether they say yes or no. Yeah. I'm not saying that the way that you approach someone doesn't have an influence on how the result comes out. But at the end of the day, 
we have no control over whether someone says yes or no. Here's the other problem, Cassie, that you have is when someone has told you no in the past, they're not just saying no to your products or your business. What else do you think they're saying no to? Me, big time. Right. So another thought that you had is I am being rejected. Yeah. Which is also tied back to issues of worthiness. Yeah. Okay. So let's examine that. When someone says no, Cassie, you know, not interested in your products, not interested in your business, are they saying no to you or are they saying no to what you're offering them? They're saying no to what I'm offering. So it has nothing to do with you when they say no. If you were to approach an interaction with someone and the thought that you had when you shared your products was, I don't have control. So let's pull some of these thoughts together because this is how you're going to help yourself. Okay. If the thoughts that were going through your mind when you're about to prospect is, listen, the only thing I have control over is whether I show up and do this for the next hour. I don't have control over whether they say yes or no. And if they say yes, great. If they say no, all it means is that the timing is not right in their life or they don't have a need for what I have to offer them. And if the timing is not right in someone's life and if they don't have a need for what you're offering them, why would you want them to buy or join you anyway? Yeah. Because they're not going to do anything. It also stems from the foundation of you acknowledging that you are enough and you are worthy and you don't need someone to tell you yes in order to feel more of that. Right. But do you see here just over the last five minutes, do you see here how we've identified a bunch of different thoughts that you've had that maybe you weren't even conscious of that were playing in your mind? Yeah. Up until about a week or so ago, I really didn't understand that I had this scarcity mindset and these huge, deeply ingrained limiting beliefs of not just that, you know, my business isn't going the way that I want it to, but that I am not enough. You know, Mm -hmm. these were my beliefs. I'm not enough. It's all up to me and I'm failing. And that's what's giving me that feeling and that thought that I'm never going to get there. Yeah. You know, objectively look at your own situation. How could you not have anxiety going into an hour's worth of work where you feel like every single thing depended on you being perfect, saying the right thing, being able to create the result that you want? I mean, you're putting so much undue pressure on yourself. That's the reason why you're struggling with this. Yeah. You need to take all that off your shoulders because at the end of the day, none of that is under your control. Yeah. And I also want you to just consider this as a possibility, okay? Maybe you're not where you want to be yet because you're not good enough yet. That's hard. Let me clarify. That doesn't mean that you're not worthy or deserving of success because you are. Because, and I say this all the time, there's no loving creator in the universe, in the world that would put a dream inside of your heart and your head for creating a better life without giving you what you need inside of you to make that a reality. You are enough. You do have what it takes. But maybe you're not good enough yet. And you want to know why I know that you're not good enough yet? Because if you were, you'd have what you wanted. Yeah. Now, here's the interesting thing about this conversation. Do you want to know why you're not good enough yet? Yes. Because you haven't failed enough. With a healthy, positive, added toward towards the nose, not looking at a no like it's less than, like you're not good enough or you did something wrong. But just understanding that the no's, if we can adopt a positive, healthy attitude towards them, not attaching our self-worth to them, 
they give us the lessons that we need to grow and develop ourselves to become the person that we need to be. So isn't it interesting how the very thing that you want to resist, failure and no, is also the very thing that is keeping you stuck where you are? Yeah. Just because you have the wrong relationship to failure. Listen, you're on the right path. It's not even been two weeks yet. Look, there's no time frame here. You can't accelerate this process. This is a very intentional, challenging thing. But what I will tell you is in just the last 10 or 15 minutes, the work that I've seen you do tells me that not only can you do this, you will do this. Because I could see as we were having this conversation, you were having some of the same realizations that I was before I said it. And you were able to come up with a lot of this on your own. And that tells me that you're ready to do the work. If you don't believe that something is possible for you in your life, it isn't. End of story. The moment that you tell your brain, I can't do this, it will shut down. And for those of you out there, because I know there's a lot of you that struggle with inconsistency in your business, I'm going to tell you right now why that is. It's a belief issue. You only stop taking action the moment you stop believing. Because let's go back to what the formula teaches us. When you know, you're in that moment, let's say that you want to reach out to a prospect. You want to share your product, share your business. But maybe it's somebody that you haven't spoken to in several years. Well, what do you normally do? You create that red light story, right? You create this big story around, well, you know, they're going to get angry at me if I reach out to them because I haven't talked to them in a while. And, you know, I, I, I don't even know if they're going to answer me or what if they think that the nerve of this person sharing a business with me and I haven't spoken. Like we, we, we create these elaborate stories, these red light stories, these beliefs that cause us to feel insecure, afraid. And what do we do? We don't take action. So understand the next time you stop taking action, realize it's because you've got a limiting belief. What's going on in your mind? What are the negative thoughts that you're having in that moment that are causing you to feel fear and keeping you from doing what you want to do? But then here's the next step. So the way beliefs work is this. We've got these core beliefs, these things that for most of us are un- we're completely unconscious of. You know, our beliefs, they're not something we choose. They're most of the time, they're things that are given to us. Most of our most important pivotal beliefs are are formed in childhood during some of our most significant emotional experiences. They're from people, our parents, key figures that we have been around that have shaped us, right? What winds up happening is this. At some point, something in your life happens to you and you either accepted someone else's opinion of you as your truth or you interpreted that situation in a way that wound up limiting you. And then, but once we have these limiting beliefs, something kicks in that's very powerful. It's called confirmation bias. And there's a great analogy that that I share that I think perfectly illustrates how this works. I want you to think of your beliefs become the lens from which you see and experience the world. So imagine you have on a pair of red sunglasses. Red lenses. And those red lenses, let's just say, are is a limiting, is it represents a limiting belief that you have. And maybe you have a limiting belief that a lot of us have, which is, you know, I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy 
of the success. I don't have what it takes, right? We have these, most of us have issues around unworthiness that we develop early in our life that we carry on through our adulthood without realizing. But let's say you have, I'm not, you know, I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy. I'm not this. I'm not that. That's the red lens. Well, your belief is going to shape the way you see your world. Now, here's what I can promise you. If you have on a pair of red glasses, you look out into the world, the only thing you will see is red. And if you if that limiting belief for you is that I'm not good enough, here's what I promise you will happen. You will only see evidence of things that are happening around you that support the belief that you're not good enough. Because confirmation bias says this, your mind will go out and it will find things in your circumstances that support your beliefs. Even if there's evidence around you that would support the alternate belief that, you know what, you are pretty good. You have, you have shown that you have ability and so you won't even notice those things. You'll only notice the negative. Here's a great example of this. This is one of the things that I see happen for so many of our students is especially people that have been in their business for some time. You know, we, over the years, we wind up recruiting people and bringing them onto our team. And most of the people, unfortunately, more people than not will wind up failing, not succeeding. That's look, that's just the, that's just the nature of our business. But what happens is, is if you have a, a core limiting belief that you're not good enough, you're not a good leader, you don't have what it takes to be a successful entrepreneur. I had those limiting beliefs for a long time. Here's what you will do. You will only notice the failures and you will only take credit for the failures. We just did a podcast episode last week on this. You'll only take credit for your failures and not your successes. I can't tell you how many times I've coached people and we, and we find out they have this limiting belief that they're not a good leader and I ask them why and they always point to all these they've recruited that have not had success and over time, that was the confirmation bias where they said, see, I told you I'm not a good leader. And look, we, we do this unconsciously. We don't even realize we're doing it. But then something interesting happens. I, I shift it and I say, well, let me ask you this. Have you ever recruited anybody that's had success? And they say, well, yeah, sure. I've got a couple of people on my team that have done some great things. And I say, okay, well, why is it different? Why are you, is that, you know, if, why are you the reason for the failures and not the successes? You can't take credit for the people that fail and not take credit for the people that succeed. Because when I say, well, are you the only reason why they succeed? They say, no. And I say, but do you see what you're doing? Because you've got on a pair of red glasses, you're only seeing red. You're only focusing on the negative. How many of you do this? Some of you have great businesses. Like I, I'll coach people sometimes and they'll be like complaining to me about how going, how bad things are going because people are telling them no. And then like, as I go through the conversation, they'll just casually drop in. Oh, but yeah, but my business is growing. Like my team's growing. And I'm like, well, wait, wait a minute here. You just told me how bad things were, how, because people, I'm like, your business is growing. They're like, well, yeah, I, you know, I guess so. And I'm like, no, it is growing, but you don't even recognize it. How many of you have hit a big rank? How many of you have grown like incredibly and you're not even recognizing your own personal growth? Listen, start celebrating yourself for the things that you've done. If you're going to ignore something, ignore the bad stuff. You get to choose, but it's all a matter of perspective. And what you will see will be determined by your belief. So what happens is over time, you're either noticing the negatives or the positives. And these experiences over time, they stack up and they create even stronger, deeply rooted beliefs that become part of our identity and they make up our reality. And here's the thing 
that we teach our students to do. Change the lenses, take off the glasses, choose a set of beliefs that are going to serve you. Because the thing you have to realize is this, you've made your beliefs up. And the good news is this, some, you know, they're not easy to change because sometimes people want to hold on to beliefs really strongly, but you can change them with intentional practice over time and effort. So what I really want to help you to do is this. I want to help each and every one of you define a new reality for your life. I want you to start intentionally creating a set of beliefs that doesn't hold you back anymore, but that empowers you, that inspires you so that you could start to realize that untapped potential inside of you and that you can begin to attract the opportunities and circumstances that you need to create the business and the life of your dreams. But here's what it boils down to. I think this is the perfect way to summarize beliefs. You're either going to define your story or you're going to let your story define you. And that's up to you. Do you want to continue to let your limiting story that you've created over time define your future? Because that's what you've done. The current results you have today are because of the beliefs that you had yesterday. Are you going to continue to let those limiting stories continue to create results for you that you don't want in the future? Or are you going to plant your flag in the ground and take a different step and say, I'm going to define my story. I'm going to create a story that's going to help me because I know if I can create a different story, like the formula teaches me, a green light story, positive thoughts create positive feelings will lead me to take a different set of actions that will create new and better results. Because the first important thing I want you to understand about confidence is this, your confidence as a leader in your business cannot be tied to what you've done in the past and to your current results. This is the biggest mistake I see people making. Think of it like this. The results that you have today are a byproduct of what you've done in the past, the thoughts that you've thought, the stories that you've told yourself, right? The the feelings that you've had, the actions that you've taken, everything that you've been in your life has gotten you to the point where you are today. Now, for a lot of you, that's not good enough. But here's what I want you to realize. If you're only relying on what you've done, if what you've done in the past or what you have today, for you to have the confidence to determine if what you can do in the future, you're never going to go to the next level of your life. You're constantly going to be repeating a future based off of a past or a present that you don't want. See, here's what you have to do. In order for you to see results that you've never seen before, you have to start being something you've never been before. And that starts with you examining the role of confidence and belief in your business and determining and choosing a different path. See, because confidence is not something that you're born with. It's nothing more. Think of it like this. All confidence is, is a belief and a feeling. And these are not things that you just have. They're things that you generate. They're things that you can create by becoming intentional with the thoughts and the stories, the beliefs that you have about yourself in your business on a moment-by-moment basis. It's, it's really a matter of focus, right? We talk a lot about the power of belief on this episode. It's probably one of the biggest areas where we help our students. And, and it's almost like when we talk about belief, we have this kind of crossroad. 
Are you going to focus on the positive or the negative? Are you going to tell yourself the red light story, the limiting belief, right? That's based on purely what you have or haven't done in your past, constantly looking to that for proof of what you think you can do in the present moment or the future? Or are you going to choose the green light story, a more affirming, affirming, empowering belief about yourself? See, because here's the key to having more confidence. It's becoming conscious of the power of your mind and learning how to master it, learning how to intentionally change the story of your life, the thoughts that you're thinking. And that's the thing is when you start from there, you start to understand why you've been lacking confidence. You've been, you've conditioned yourself. You have these patterns of just always focusing on the negative, of always knocking yourself down. You know, when I think of confidence today, here's the way I, here's how I think of it. It's just a belief that things will turn out well for you. That's all it is, right? Like what, what's really fear? All fear is, is it's imagining that things are not gonna go our way, that things are not gonna turn out well for us. And when we're stuck in that story of fear, we, we freeze up, we don't take action. But, but, but believing things are gonna go well, what, all that is is faith. Fear is imagining a negative outcome for your life. Faith is imagining a positive outcome. Now, when you're imagining a positive outcome, when you believe that if I just put myself into this situation, if I take action, I believe that things will go my way. You will feel a certain way that will lead you to be able to take an action that you in the past wouldn't have taken. And here's the secret. Start doing things you've never done. Guess what? Eventually, you'll have things that you've never had before. But it all comes back to, once again, mastering our mind. Either way, in that moment, you're going to make up a story. Is it going to be the one that serves you or the one that hurts you? Because confidence, the seed of confidence, is in you choosing the story that you want to tell yourself. And I think that's a really important starting point when it comes to understanding confidence, is that this, if it, it, to me, confidence is really just knowing that if you're willing to show up every day and do the work, that you eventually will see the results and you want to know why? Because you are willing and you are worthy and you are capable. And if you're taking notes, you have your phone, I want you to jot down those three words. You are willing, you are worthy, and you are capable. And if you hold those three things in your mind and you just say, look, if I'm willing to put myself out there, I believe that things are going to go my way eventually because I am willing to do the work, because I know I am worthy, because I exist, because I am a creation of God, because there is no other person in the world that is exactly like me. I know I have potential and gifts inside of me to offer the world. You have to start believing that. That's where confidence comes from. And to know that you are capable right? A big part of confidence is really just allowing yourself to say, I belong here and I deserve good things to happen. I am worthy of the things that I want in my life. And if we can start from that place, managing our mind, paying attention to our thoughts, watching our beliefs, that is the foundation that we need for confidence. 